Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. People have a guard up to hide insecurities and protect their hearts. How do you get past this? That's an easy question to answer. You got to create rapport. Take a sincere, authentic interest in other people. Like we were just talking about in the, the last question, these are like basic sales skills 101 because if you're thinking about br- buying a product of, of any kind or any kind of service, you have to deal with some kind of salesperson or account executive or some kind of rep and everybody's on guard when you do that. And people that are really good in sales understand that you want to create the conditions where they don't feel like they're talking to a salesman. They feel like they're talking to a friend, somebody that they already know. And so when you take a sincere, authentic interest in the other human being, instead of giving them their sale, the sales pitch you want to give them, you take the time just to ask them questions, the kind of questions they would enjoy answering. What do they love to do for fun? What are their hopes? What are their dreams? What types of things do they do socially when they're not working? What are their hobbies? What are their interests? Ask them about their friends, their family, where they grew up. These are the kinds of things you ask if you care about the other person. And so it's very disarming to other people when you don't come off as a salesperson or somebody trying to sell them something, you know, or a dude that is just trying to get in her pants. If you're just hanging out and you're shooting the shit and you're talking, it feels natural. You feel like you're hanging out with somebody that you already know. And so just by simply asking questions and taking a sincere interest and listening to their answers and then using those to start other conversation threads, it's totally disarming to the other person. This is some, a skill that every human being needs to learn. And if you're not good, you have, don't have good people skills, then I highly recommend you take some kind of job, maybe a part-time job, waiting tables or ten and bar because that will really force you to interact with a lot of human beings and because you're going to deal with drunk people, you're going to deal with angry people, you're going to deal with happy people, you're going to deal with people that are pissed off about their food or there's not enough alcohol in their drink or whatever and you get good at cracking jokes and lightening the situation especially when it can be really tense. I Hooters makes you happy. I, Hooters definitely makes you happy, right, Jade? Absolutely. You got two Hooters alumni. <laughs> alumni? Alumni. 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 This is not the alumni. Definitely not an English it's major. Definitely. <laughs> uh, two Hooters alumni sitting here on the couch together, but um, I still fit in them shorts. No, but I do think that. Um, when people have like that wall um, that they put up, it's definitely 
stemming from like a deeper part where they've probably been hurt more than once. They've probably suffered multiple traumas. Um, and they're doing that because they don't, they don't want to feel not even just like pain. They just don't want to feel. They're just scared of getting hurt again. No, they just don't want to feel in general because they've probably felt the worst pain they could have ever felt. Um, and they're not open to even feeling the slightest bit of happiness or pain, whether it's going to come from someone else or from themselves. Yeah, I feel like it affects the other person that comes into their life as well, for yeah. sure. I feel like people like that, they they don't think that they deserve happiness. Yeah. And they've been let down by so many people before that it's just it's like cynical. one after the yeah, other. Yeah, they do become cynical eventually. Yeah, and they think that everything is just out to get them. They think the worst of everything, and it's just... It's repressed emotions, essentially. Yes. Well, there's another thing that, uh, that I learned when I was in Tony World 20-something years ago from... Joe Williams, and it's a technique from public speaking. And because you could be very successful, like say you're a millionaire or you're an entrepreneur or you know a lot about women or you know a lot about science or whatever it happens to be. When you get up there and you start talking about all the things you know, it puts people on edge. But there's a technique called wound and then heal. And so if you've ever seen a really good public speaker, what they often do is they start out by telling a story about how something that happened to him in the past was very bad, it was very traumatic, or it was a negative thing. But then, you know, and when you tell them that, that makes them feel like you're a normal person. You're not just, you know, some asshole millionaire up there that was born with a silver spoon in your mouth. When they hear about how you struggled and where you came from, they can relate to you. They feel like, oh, okay, he kind of understands why I came from that kind of a background. And then once you tell them about your wound, then you tell them about how you healed it. And because you took the time to tell them about your wound and create rapport that way and kind of, in essence, put yourself on their level, now they're open to hear what you have to say versus you getting up in front of people and talking about how great you are or you get up in front of a, a room of a lot of guys that haven't had a lot of success with women and then you start telling them about the success that you have and the things you know right away. They're all going to have their arms crossed because they feel insecure about it. But if you can tell them about how you used to be and how you didn't have much success or you always seem to screw up the really good things, that, good girls that came along in your life and turn them off when you could tell they were definitely into you. Every guy has had that experience. And when you share that, then they feel like, oh, I he understands exactly what I'm going through. And so that can be helpful when you're just trying to create rapport in general. Like, you know, I used to, when I was in my late twenties, I used to mentor at risk kids and these kids came from like just horrible backgrounds where they were abused, some of them abused physically or they were abused verbally all the time or they weren't fed or they were just neglected. They were pawned off on different relatives and they didn't have a very high opinion of themselves and one of the the ways because I was in sales 
that I was able to reach these kids is I would tell, I would start sharing a story, something about myself that they could relate to, something that maybe was bad that it, or difficult that happened to me, but then how I overcame it. And when I would share a, a part of my life that wasn't so pretty, if you will, they felt like they could understand me and relate to me. And it was amazing to see them open up and start talking to you, whereas before they just you're just another pain in the ass adult who's going to probably be mean to them because that's what, what they knew in their lives. And so it can be very effective to use a wound and then heal type of technique. doesn't mean you have to go on a long diatribe and explain yourself like you're some kind of loser, but it makes you more approachable and more relatable when they recognize that you've gone through some crap in your own life and you've struggled as well, but you overcame it. And it's the overcoming it once they feel like they can relate to you that causes them to go, wow, if that dude came from the same background I did then and he's overcome it, I could definitely overcome it. It's one of those things where it's like you shouldn't always be, oh, I'm always misunderstood. I feel misunderstood and I don't judge you if you misunderstand me. If the person minds, they don't matter. And the person who... Uh, those who mind don't matter. Those who matter don't mind. So if you want the person to understand you, it's best to open up. And if that person, you know, understands you, they they matter, I guess you could say. I think say. it was the Dr. Seuss quote. He said, be who you are and say what you feel because those who matter mm -hmm. don't mind and those that do mind don't matter. Yeah, Something it's like that one. That. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's the one I was trying to Dr. quote. But you know the whole full, you know the full quote, but yeah, it's basically the Dr. Seuss quote. So you can't just always play the oh I'm misunderstood. Make the person understand. 